in my first parish where I served as, as curate, I vividly remember one baptismal reception or luncheon more than all the others. And not because those baptisms were particularly poignant, although I'm sure that they were. The reason why I remember it though is we went to a reception after the baptism at the main service, just like this one, and it was a reception at a home out in the countryside. What I can't remember is is exactly where we ate, if we ate inside or outside, but that doesn't matter because what I do remember is that when we all did go outside, all of the adults, all in mass, that two twins, William, um, the, the, the Sexton twins, um, had climbed, they were about eight years old, William and Hudson had climbed to the top of the largest oak tree I'd ever seen in my life. And the view that they had of us, they, they, they enjoyed the view a lot better than their parents did. <laughs> and as everybody came out, and, and, and William and Hudson, you couldn't miss them way up there because they were loud, and you really couldn't miss them because their, their dad, Clint, was um, yelling at them to get down. And everybody who was older or young at heart was worried that they were about to lose their lives and fall out of that tree. And their mother walked out of the house, and and I vividly remember she didn't say a word like her husband, but Nicole just stood there with her hands on her hips, and she spoke more loudly than he did, and they promptly got down. (laughs) In about one minute, they were down. It felt like about 10 to every adult watching their every move. Why in the world do I think about that story Well, because today's gospel reading is about Zacchaeus, of course, the patron saint of tree climbers. (laughs) Not officially, I did look it up. Um, We we have, I think, three avid rock climbers on our staff, so I looked it up for their sake. And and the patron saint of climbers is St. Bernard of the Alps. But the patron of tree climbers definitely should be Zacchaeus but I'm not in charge of that official list. I also think about William and Hudson climbing to the top of that oak tree because it makes me wonder if Zacchaeus had climbed trees before, before this one. I know the point of this one is to climb the tree and get a better view of Jesus because he's short in stature, but I wonder, I suspect, This sycamore tree in this gospel reading is not the first tree he's ever climbed. I wonder if he tried to scare his parents half to death once or at least get the adult's attention after a boring reception. (laughs) Jesus sees Zacchaeus, and how could he not up there in that perhaps lone tree? Jesus sees him, and I'm certain that he appreciates his, his creativity and his grit Jesus notices these peripheral, do you call someone in a tree peripheral? Notices these peripheral characters and their their, their personality and the risks that they take in order to get close to him. Jesus also sees that Zacchaeus is rich and has a nice home. And Luke won't let us forget that. Jesus needs a place to stay for the night. He's not completely innocent of motive here. I also wonder if if Luke is doing something really subtle, um, and that is foreshadowing the cross, 
Whereas Zacchaeus willingly climbs to the top of the sycamore tree, you know, soon Jesus will not climb a tree but be forced upon it. Nevertheless, I know that seeing and perspective and vision are a really important theme from the beginning to the end of Luke's gospel. In the sermon on the plain, just like that mirrors the one on the mount in Matthew, but it's the sermon on the plain in Luke's gospel, Jesus says, blessed are the merciful for they shall see God. A few weeks ago, I think I was the preacher, I can't even remember my sermon, but I remember that we had the gospel reading of the 10 lepers. Lepers were isolated from their community. You couldn't get close to them because they had skin disease and they were impure. So they had to ring bells and make a bunch of noise before you got too close to them. And Jesus hears all of that and sees them. Luke tells us he sees the lepers. And what's in there is that he sees their isolation from the community. And he heals the ten, and only one of them, the Samaritan, sees that he himself was healed. And the one who sees that he himself was restored to community returns to Jesus to give thanks. And here we are, Zacchaeus from the top of a tree seeing Jesus, and Jesus seeing him. Seeing in Luke's gospel is a kind of faith. Vision in Luke's gospel is not just about seeing with your eyes, But seeing below the surface, seeing the soul, seeing the heart, seeing the heart of the matter, early theologians and mystics called it the spiritual sense. But whatever it is, it's looking below the surface, and it's a kind of faith. But I can't stop thinking about trees, especially because we're in this cathedral. So look up, and I mean that literally. Um, Look up at this this vaulted Gothic ceiling just for a moment. And in every uh, Gothic or Neo-Gothic cathedral that has a a vaulted ceiling, that ceiling is trying to do at least one thing, never less than one thing. And um, it mimics a canopy of trees in a forest. Do you see it? That's what it's supposed to be, is a canopy of trees. And these columns are the tree trunks. And it means that every time you, you, you come into a place like this at St. John's, you know, of course you're supposed to look up and take a, a, a new view, catch your breath again and take a new view of things. It really mirrors God's cosmos this cathedral does. It's a part of this larger fabric that is God's world of justice and creativity and beauty and mystery. And we come into places like this not to feel small, but to feel a part of something so much, so, so, so much larger. It's just like climbing up in the top of a tree to get a a new view of things. If Zacchaeus lived in Denver, I believe he would go to church at St. John's Cathedral. (laughs) I actually know he would. Do you still climb trees? You can in this place. 
and anywhere you read and ponder these great gospel stories.